Hey out there to all people and swamp vagrants. This is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who can devour a leg of lamb in five seconds flat, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? Oh my gosh, I'm doing pretty great, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I was just waiting to say that. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, Brandon. So, gosh... I don't think I did anything very exciting this week, though, I will say. No, this is one of them boring weeks. Uh, a little bit. So my son has been trying to play Mario and Rabbids. Have you ever played that? Uh, a very tiny bit. Okay. So you know me. I'm not the greatest strategy strategist, if you will, right? Yeah, so, you're pretty shit. I know, right? I'm always like, troops, go into battle, and then they die. And I'm like, well, I'm not playing this game anymore. Uh, <laughs> How did so- this happen? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So he's all like playing around in it and he is I, I haven't really watched him because I, I haven't had time but um you know he has gotten quite far in the game and he's like I need help and, and I'm always just like son like you play these games more than I do at this point <laughs> my pol- like you're better than me I can't help you <laughs> and uh never thought my life would get to this point <laughs> and yet it has and here we are <sighs> yeah he's better than you he's a better Mario versus rabid strategist than I <sighs> How does that make you feel, Cortland? Um, like I don't have enough time in my day. Is really what I'm trying to say. You gotta just stay up all night, go to work with like two hours of sleep, and then just fucking dunk on him with your mad Mario vs. Rabbit skills. Right. No, I agree with you, but also I get up early to edit the show, so (laughs) it doesn't really work out. The show's gonna have to suffer. Okay. No. Sorry, folks. The people need the show. Oh, that's my week though pretty much just getting up editing going to work coming home getting dunked on or whatever <laughs> yeah sounds good how sounds about good how, how have you been uh i mean i'm doing okay i'm doing all right uh i didn't do much uh i got that new aliens fire oh, team right. elite game right right did you end up playing it with your brothers a little bit yeah it's okay. very hard to find time where we're all available so, Indeed. I've been watching the Alien and Predator movies oh, since nice. then. Yeah, okay. I haven't watched... Uh, w- my wife and I... Went, were we married at the time? I don't remember. But we were watching uh, all the Alien movies. And then we were going to watch the Predators, but we didn't. We, I think we watched Terminator instead, actually. I mean, that's that's not a bad way to go. Yeah. So, did you already watch all the Alien movies? No. Okay. We watched Alien and mm-hmm. Aliens and then Predator. Oh, you didn't even you didn't watch Alien Three. Um, we'll get to that. Okay, all right, fine. I just, I, I, I went from my experience watching Aliens, just filled with so much optimism, like, woof, Newt made it, thank God. Oh, and then, yeah, that is definitely the worst part of that movie. I will say, like, you go through all of Aliens, you're like, Newt's the best, like Ripley's amazing. Uh, Bishop is dope as hell, and then you get into the next movie, and you're like, well, threw that all in the trash. <laughs> yeah, everything fucking sucks. Let's yeah. go. Except for Ripley. I mean, Ripley's still great. I must say. I yeah, love Ripley. She's good. She's good. All right. All right, not so, this, this fun chatter, right? <laughs> yeah, we've got to talk about The Werewolf of Fever Swamp Part 1. Okay. Cortland, what did you think of this half of the episode? Uh, there's a lot that I like about this half of the episode. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, it has <laughs> nothing to do with the story though. <laughs> okay. okay, good. Um, th- this episode it's interesting. Uh, I watched it on on Netflix in my living room. You know, usually I watch it on my computer, but I watched it on Netflix the first time, and Fancy. I was concerned because the episode kept going and going and going, and I was like, "Am I getting into part two? And then after, like, 45 more minutes, uh, <laughs> I got the black screen, and I was like, well, that was weird. That was the longest episode I think that I've ever watched of anything. I, I <laughs> it feels feared like I it. was going to be watching it forever. <laughs> but you made it. I did make it. I did make it. I do love the scenery of this episode. I think it. I think it's gorgeous. Um, I love, like, the swampiness of the <laughs> swamp, you know. <laughs> um, it's one thing swamps do well. Yeah, like the, the, it encapsulates that swampiness. That it's kind of what I was looking for in like more like the tale of the frozen ghost. I was kind of looking mm-hmm. for more of this kind of a swamp area. Um, but I, I like the swamp. I like the music too. The music was pretty good. The acting is um, the acting's all right. 
Like the the yeah. sister is pretty great, kind of. I don't have any complaints yeah. on the acting front this time. I think. I think the deer um do, did a really good job of being deer. So. <laughs> yeah. So I'm they're definitely, definitely carrying this episode. They're super cute. I will. <laughs> we'll talk about them though. All stars. But well, overall, you you. you Overall, Would you say you liked it? Oh, my apologies. Overall, I did not like it, Brandon. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to give you the good here. No. Uh, I thought it was really boring. Uh I don't know if I really care for the main character. He sounds kind of like a gruff 32-year-old man a little bit. Yeah. It's it's just like it just kept going and going and going and going and going and going and nothing actually happens, which is the the main issue I have. <sighs> There's one part in this episode in particular that actually pisses me off. So Really? Oh, I can't wait to hear what that is. It comes pretty early, so, yeah. Well, this is not an episode that I remember very well, and watching it again, I'm not surprised that this isn't a really memorable one for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding with these two-parters that they don't need to be two parts. Yeah, they're just kind of pandering around in the swamp a lot of the time in this episode, or... Just pandering around in general. And anywhere they can, they just do it. Yeah. Just, like, do stuff instead of not. There's a moment, too, where we get some information, and then, like, the next scene, we get that information again, and I'm just like, come on. Okay. We're, we're talking in a lot of vagaries here. We probably should just get in the episode, and okay. we'll talk to about them as they come up. All right. Let's, let's do it. All right. So, this episode... Starts off again with <gasps> your boy, it's R.L. Stein. I love R.L. Stein. He is okay. I got to say though, Brandon, this is his most bored role yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh my god, I kind of love it. Like he's just like, Hank. Hey folks. Well, <laughs> I'm out. Enjoy this. <laughs> enjoy this shit episode. Out of here. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of enthusiasm, but I think that's that's part of the R.L. Stein charm. Yeah. I mean, I love him. Like, I'm not saying anything negative against him, but yeah, he is gorgeous. the most bored here. He doesn't have any props. <laughs> he's got nothing to play with. It's just no. him on a chair. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting on a stool in a room filled with garbage. <laughs> it's not exciting like a dungeon. But it is a boy. He tells us that people have been scared by werewolf stories for a long time. He says that our parents and grandparents loved werewolves and he hopes that will like his version of the tale yeah i don't i don't think people love werewolves generalizing my lineage rl stein god i'll just have you know (laughs) that my family thinks werewolves are shit right (laughs) that's the official stance oh man (laughs) rl threatens to see us after the episode and says that he's gonna go eat something yeah, right? He's just going to go get a snack or whatever. And I'm like, Arl Stein, can I come with you, That's please? That's not in the like... script. He was just like, all right, guys, going to craft services. He's going to eat out of a little dog bowl and be like, sorry, I like the snack. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Oh, who wouldn't, though, for real? I just love it, though. He's just like, all right, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> they had him for 15 seconds. <laughs> He said his one line, then he went and ate at McDonald's. I love it. He like he got up. That wasn't even in the script at all. It was him getting up. They were, they were like, "Come on, Arlstein, like promote the episode." And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's your boy, Arlstein. Oh, we'll see, see you, him later. See you later, RL. Damn. I hope that you're back for more episodes in the future, though. Um. I hope this isn't, like, a a season one only thing, you know? Like in Are You Afraid of the Dark with the, like, mid-episode... Yeah. Yeah, like, they're gonna be like, I'm sorry, R.L. Stein, we have to cut you. (laughs) 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 Budgetary reasons, do you understand? (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) It really would. Like, I can't imagine he's not gonna be in, you know, the other two-parters for seasons two and three, but, like, what if he's not... (laughs) so concerned i don't know if i can live without seeing my boy <laughs> they're like we've got to cut something from the budget Carl stein demands too much money <laughs> oh man <laughs> he's I like 
Look, I want three million an episode. <laughs> oh boy, I hope. I would. Okay, it'd be really funny if that was what happened. All right, so now we transition to the episode proper, oh. and we see a nasty-looking swamp, and we've got a nice twangy little banjo tune. Now we cut to an old-looking house, a real fixer-upper, if you will. Uh, it looks like shit. <laughs> it does. That's it looks so bad. It. it does. From inside, a woman says, What a great space. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we move so inside bad. now and see that she is a liar, because you're <laughs> right, Corlin. <laughs> it's so bad. It's garbage. This house is the worst house ever, I think, that we've ever seen in any of these shows. <laughs> yeah. It looks like, you know, like an abandoned haunted house. Yeah. Like you'd expect there to just be needles and broken <laughs> yeah. glass and like <laughs> right, just dead like bodies everywhere. Old stained mattresses in like every room. <laughs> just piles of cockroaches. Bed bugs. I bet you this house has bed bugs, Brandon. I bet you that house is bed bugs. Oh shit. All right, moving on. <clears throat> okay, all right. Mom tries to comfort her son, who, Cortland, I thought, looked just like beans from Even Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's the nose. <laughs> I think it's the beans. It's a, it's a whole thing. Whole, his whole thing is just beans. It's not beans, me. right? It can't be, because beans would have been... Like a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked it up. It isn't beans. Okay. But, like, damn it, if he's not... <laughs> is it Beans' is like older brother? I don't think so. Okay. Just a kid that looks but like, unfortunately, looks like Beans. I leave the possibility open. What's this kid's name again? Is it Grady? <sighs> I think so. I think <laughs> it was either Grady or Brady, but I'm pretty sure it's Grady. <laughs> According to IMDb, it's great. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Not I according mean, that's to my notes. We'll get to that. <laughs> so the mom says to her son that his new mold-filled room is bigger than his last one. Oh my god! Yeah, because the he's kid like, isn't buying it. The kid's like, "What's this on my wall? Is this blood?" And she's like, "No, I think it's dry rot." And I'm like, "What? No, get, yeah, <laughs> get the kid out of there." It's just normal, everyday dry rot. No big deal. It's just black mold. You'll be fine. Breathe it in. God. Just rub your face up to it. You'll see. <laughs> oh, this mom's the worst. Now, actually, you know what? The whole family is. How dare they buy this fucking house? It's bad, and my problem is that the parents don't make this any easier. They don't want to make it any easier for these kids. No, you're right. Suddenly, there's the sound of a girl screaming. Yes. The two run out of the room to see what's the hubba. <laughs> You'd love to just uh, push that in there, don't you? I do. I, every single time, I'm like... <laughs> <clears throat> a teenage girl tells mom that she's not going to live in this piece of shit house, no matter what her and dad say. Dad comes up, asking, what is it now? And the girl, whose name is Emily, points to the medicine cabinet. When dad and Beans go to investigate, they see that it's just a simple corn snake. Dad picks it up and talks to it. Beans, whose name in the show is Grady or whatever, goes out to make fun of his sister, saying that if you put an earring on the snake, it would look like your ex-boyfriend. Okay. that That's an insult, I guess. Sure. Looks like a snake. The best part about that is what the mom says, though. Mom helps out by saying, now, Beans, come on, snakes don't have ears. Dad comes out of the bathroom. Sweetening the deal on this house by telling her that they live near the swamp now, so snakes are just gonna be all over. Yeah, I guess. That's what I mean. Like, How did it get into that medicine cabinet? Did it slither, like, <laughs> open it up and then slither, close it? What is that? <laughs> yeah, snakes don't have ears, but they got hands to slam mirrors closed, I guess. I also really enjoy the fact that, like, every time they pick it up, it's very clearly a fake snake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least it's not a fake snake in the story, like Camp Nightmare. True, true. Even though that, that was... was a real fucking snake. <laughs> yeah. Dad slaps the snake in his son's hand and tells him to throw the snake back into the swamp. Yes, where it belongs. 
So the son does just that, walking very far into the woods behind their house carrying the snake, instead of just tossing it wherever and going back to N64 like a normal kid would. Right? It's 1996. Come on. Mario 64's out. Beans hears some animal noises, and it kind of spooks him. He runs a little bit before realizing that he doesn't know where he is anymore. Right, he walked in one straight line to get into the swamp, and he doesn't know which way he walked. Looking all around, he tells himself, he's not lost, he's not lost, again and again. He picks up the pace and begins running before he bumps into an old swamp man in tattered clothing. Yeah, then what happens, Brandon? So you you think this is going to go somewhere interesting right now. Yes. But it cuts to commercial. Okay, I can, yeah, right, because I gotta, like, like, he just bumped into this old man, I'm like, (gasps) you know, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch all these commercials for Dunkaroos, and I'm gonna come back to the episode, and I wanna see what happens next to Beans. Yeah, you think it's gonna be that classic Arl Stein thing where it's like, here's a big scare, and then you come back from commercial, and he's like, hi, I'm your neighbor, and I'm really friendly. He's all like, what's up, everybody? It's your friendly neighborhood hermit. But no. (laughs) No. We come back from commercial... And we're just at that shit swamp house. Bullshit. This is so stupid, Brandon. Okay, so the only thing I can think of is that, I don't know, because it's like the next day already. So I feel like part two is going to, I I hope, I I really hope, part two kind of goes back to this moment and kind of fills in the gaps and it'll be important to the story, right? Right? That's the only thing I could think of, right? No. It's it's, It's just literally like he bumps into an old man in the woods and then... Eh, whatever. Yep. So Beans is inside with Emily, complaining about living there still. Beans says he's going to try to make the best of it. And Emily just casually mentions the Swamp Man from yesterday. Yeah, I don't get it. So did the Swamp Man, like, help him out of the woods then? Is he is he bad? I don't get it. I don't understand. No, we don't know. We We know he's here now. He bumped into the Swamp Man, and now he's here. So, I'm guessing he just turned around and ran away, but we'll never know. Right. He says that Mom and Dad have been talking about this experiment for years. Sure. The parents always have some kind of experiment going on, don't they? Yeah, parents are smart. They're always just scientists and such. But I want to know, Brandon, so can I spoil it a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the experiment that they're doing is stupid. Who funded it? Who funded this shit? I'm going to guess that they funded it themselves, because no one else would, because it's dumb and accomplishes nothing. Okay, alright. Emily opens up some moisturizer or something, and there's a giant black bug inside. Right. She tosses it down in disgust, and Beans laughs. Okay, if you found, like, a giant bug in your moisturizer, would you just, like, throw it down a little bit and be like, ew, what, ugh, you know? I'd be screaming. I'd be like, how did this sentient bug open up my moisturizer and crawl inside and then close itself in? All these in? creepy crawlies just <laughs> go in places and then shut themselves in. <laughs> Why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. They're like, haha, now I'm trapped. Right, exactly. Outside, Beans takes a couple of cardboard boxes and throws them into a giant pile of other cardboard boxes next to the house. Yeah, so they've already kind of, um... Oh, shit, what's the word? They've kind of already unpacked their life in the house? I I think they've only been there for, like, a day, but, man, they're going to town on it. Yeah, and they're just, like, throw this shit in a pile. Everything else here is in a pile of shit. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care. Like, they're like, man, the swamp water will degrade those boxes eventually. (laughs) In millions of years. Yeah, dry rot. It'll it'll eventually work its way over to these cardboard boxes. <laughs> then Beans notices Dad tending to some deer that they're keeping in a cage and goes up to him, asking him when they are going to let the deer loose. Oh, okay. Dad tells Beans not for a while. They have to tag them and make sure none of them have gone into shock from the move. Okay. Which sounds to me like that would take like a day. I mean, it doesn't take very long for goldfish. Deer are probably not much smarter than goldfish. Oh, snap. Burn on the deer. All right. They run right into cars. They're like, please hit me. They're okay. dumb. <laughs> Have you ever been in a car that got hit by a deer? No. Okay. Um. So, Brandon, my problem here is that this dad is working really hard to make sure that this little cage is perfect and set up for these baby deer. And... Mm-hmm. um. 
He has a dilapidated house in the background that he should really be taken care of first. (laughs) (laughs) No, he wants to make sure that the deer are safe, but his kids can get fucked. He's got the deer corral all ready to go, and when the kids are like, Dad, fucking some goo just dropped on me from the ceiling, he says, Shut up! The deer come first. (laughs) Yeah, the dad doesn't care. He's got science to do. Oh, right. You're tr- so true of me. Like, why did I even complain? Dad's got science. No big deal. Another dad obsessed with science. Doesn't care about his kids. Well, at least this one doesn't seem like the worst dad imaginable. <laughs> no, he's definitely not the worst. But he's not the best either. Dad takes a look around and says, Man, did you ever think that you'd spend your teenage years in a place like Fever Swamp? But he totally says it in a way like, Man, how lucky are you? So dumb. Yeah. Read the up, room, Dad. Dad. For real. I, yeah, come on. Oh, you know what's interesting about this scene, I gotta say, Brandon? So, uh, Beans just told his sister that he's gonna try and be supportive about this move, right? When they were mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And then he comes outside and he's like, Dad, this place fucking sucks. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I thought you were gonna be supportive. He tried. He tried for like a nanosecond. That place fucking sucks. It how, does. How I long can't blame can you, him. How long can you keep it up? Well, eventually you're just gonna like become part of the mold so whatever i'd want out too beans looks depressed but dad says eh, this'll be dope you'll see i bet you'll make lots of new friends nope <laughs> beans snaps back at dad saying yeah like the crazy old man in the swamp oh good so they're gonna let us know about that dad says the guy isn't crazy he's just a hermit Dad did some investigating around town about the guy and learned that he lost his family, and since then, he's been a bit strange. Where'd they go? I don't know, they just showed up murdered at their house one day. Oh, (laughs) old hermit, not crazy at all. Beans tells his dad that he doesn't feel right about this place, and that it feels weird. Yeah, it's because it's next to a fucking swamp. Now Dad tries to help by coming up with a brilliant metaphor right on the spot. Okay, tell me. He points to the deer. He says, look at these things. Deer (laughs) hate the swamp. They've never even seen a swamp before. Sure. And they scream when spiders get in their moisturizer. But pretty soon, they're going to adapt. And then, they will love it here. That's really shitty advice. (laughs) (laughs) He's like... Look, Beans, be a sheeple, okay? <laughs> Get out of here. These these fucking dumb animals can learn to love a swamp. Why can't you, Beans? <laughs> oh. Beans is not at all impressed, and he walks off. And Dad looks genuinely hurt. Oh, poor Dad. <laughs> not really. Later that night, Beans is trying to get some reception on the very old TV. Like, yeah. Even by 1996 standards. This part annoys me, too. He's using a coat hanger, Cortland. Mm -hmm. That's how old we're talking about here. Yep. Very classic stuff. Mom and Dad are doing work on a laptop and (laughs) yell at Beans to cut it out. Yeah, they're like, Beans? (laughs) Every time these kids try to, like, do anything to, like, help them feel better about this move, the parents are like, no. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, We just gotta talk about that laptop for a second, though, Brandon. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It looks like one half of Battleship. <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow. You're right. It does. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so thick. It's like, oh. It's the, That's what laptops used to be, man. That shit is thick as hell, dog. <laughs> I love laptops from like the the 1960, I'm sorry, from the 1990, like, <laughs> four to six era they're so amazing like honestly like great job making them though i didn't really like i'm sure that there's not a whole lot you can do with it but it exists and that's pretty cool yeah i'm sure you could like run one over with a car and it would still look brand new it would destroy the car (laughs) (laughs) beans whines that there's nothing to do he looks and sees emily reading a book on the couch And I guess he decides that reading is for fucking dweebs because he walks upstairs and he just, like, goes to sleep instead. Alright. The next morning, he's throwing a ball against the side of the house. But he throws it too hard and it bounces far back. Oh, no. Remember when we used to do that? That was fun. Oh, wait. No, we did it with the Nintendo 64 cartridge. It's the same thing. 
Balls, cartridges, yeah, no big deal. Someone picks up the ball. It's a boy, uh, kind of similar age to Beans himself. Mm-hmm. And Cortland, Cortland. Yes, Brandon. What? I wanted to punch this kid <laughs> immediately, but I didn't know why for really? a few seconds. Okay. For a few right. seconds. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cortland, do you want to tell me why? Yes, because... He played in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that we all know and, and love. Uh, he, was, he was Sam in the tale of the Crimson Clown. God damn the, Sam! The worst Are You Afraid of the Dark character that has ever existed and will ever exist. With the most yeah. punchable face. I, uh, he's a little bit older here. Yeah, a little bit. His bowl cut's gone too, I will say. He's not but quite his as face. punchable. His it's, face it's, is pretty punchable. But I I know for a fact, like, his character in this, like, he's not great. No, but, but he's not saying I don't want to punch clown. him, but, yeah. like, it's just that lingering, <laughs> lingering Sam taint. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> when I seen him, it's funny, because I, I watched this um, yesterday, I think, and I posted something about how Sam from Crimson Clown was... You know, the true villain of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I posted it on Instagram, and then I watched this episode, and it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Sam, (laughs) what? So that wasn't planned? No. (laughs) I hadn't watched the episode yet when I posted it. That's pretty crazy. Oh, my God. So in this episode, he plays a boy named Will. Yeah. And Cortland, we have now met all of the characters. Um you're right. We have in the story. We? Yeah. So now would be a good time to meet some of these people. All right, let's do it. First of all, we have Beans Grady Tucker. Oh, Beans and Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so Beans is played by Brendan Fletcher. I thought you were going to say Brendan Fraser for a second there, and it was really weird. That would be amazing. I love Brendan Fraser, even before this whole internet thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, I like I liked him before he was cool. I loved no, it when really. he screamed like everything in, in The Mummy. It was great. And he was but George of I'm, the Jungle, too. I think I'm on the record as loving Encino Man. Oh, god damn it. Every fucking... <laughs> I'll not... find a way to bring it up every time. Well, you could probably manage. So, Brendan Fletcher has actually been in... A lot of stuff, Cortland. Has he? Yeah, like I wouldn't have thought so. He's been in... He has 126 credits on IMDb. He was in 14 episodes of The Adventures of Shirley Holmes. He was Mark Davis in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, I thought... No. Yeah, I did think he was kind of like... A little reminiscent of somebody in Freddy vs. Jason. I I know we had the one of the girls from a, a couple of episodes ago, but... um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the one that, like, he gets a slash mark right across his face in it. I don't remember him at all in it. Well, you barely remember the movie. All you remember about it is that one deleted scene where she's like, (laughs) Freddy versus Jason, ladies and gentlemen, place your bets. (laughs) That's the only part you remember. It is. And it didn't even happen. (laughs) That's wild, because to me, that, that, like, makes the movie. Mm. Next, we have Emily, who's played by... Mayron Bennett. Okay. Mayron Bennett. That's how, I guess that's how you say her name. It's not Marion, according no. to IMDb. It's Mayron. Mayron. All right. I love it. Well, Mayron has less credits, but she's still been in 40 things, so not bad. 40 things? Holy shit. Yeah, she was in uh, a few Clifford video shorts. Hmm. I see I'm that. guessing that's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, it is. It. Okay, you clicked on it already. Yep, it is. From the 80s. I didn't know Clifford was yeah, around in the 80s. Same. She also had a lot of voices in The Care Bears. Sure did. And she was in a TV movie called Nothing Too Good for a Cowboy. That's Which, suggestive. I don't know I don't know what it is, but that's a name. She was also in Left Behind the movie with... Uh... Kirk Cameron? Yeah, Kirk Cameron. So one where All she right. gets... She may or may not get raptured. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Wasn't that the goal? <laughs> to, <laughs> to get raptured? I guess. 
Okay. I haven't seen it, Cortland. Don't spoil it for me. Oh, well, okay. Kirk Cameron gets left behind, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now we have Mom, uh-huh. played by Maria Ricosa. Mm-hmm. I like her. I feel. She kind of looks... Not, she's not bad. She reminds me a bit of Katie Seagal. Yeah. Yeah, she I can see that. She kind of looks like her a little bit. And I just really love Katie Seagal due to her... Um, you know, being Leela, of course, but also she was in Smart House, which is like the best Disney Channel original movie. So that's good shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maria was in an episode of The Twilight Zone, the oh. '80s version, of course. Okay, I was gonna say, damn, what? Friday the Thirteenth, the series. Nice. She was in an episode of Sci Factor, Chronicles of the Paranormal. Perfect. Love it. Oh, she was also in that. The Brady Bunch in the White House TV movie. Oh, man. We've talked about that enough ago. already. <laughs> talked about that more than anyone ever should. Exactly. You want to know what else What else she was in? What? She was in The Kink in My Hair. Do you remember when we talked about that? Because somebody was in it from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Nope. Oh, well, it's a thing. It lasted a couple of seasons, and she was in some episodes of The Kink in My Hair. Well, good for Maria. Yeah. Next, we have Dad, who's played by Jeffrey Bowes. Okay. He's got 67 credits. How do you feel about people that spell Jeffrey with a G? Goffrey was in an episode (laughs) of Psy Factor, Chronicles of the Paranormal. Where he belongs, okay. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Two episodes of Wind at My Back. Mm -hmm. So, got all the hits right now. Degrassi, The Next Generation, and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) He's Nothing else. born. Oh. Um, so the kid we just met, Will Blake, mm. is played yes. by Michael Berry. Yeah, aka Sam. Other than his shit-eating turn in Are You Afraid of the Dark, <laughs> he was a caller on the Magic School Bus, which seems oh. to be another role that a lot of these Canadian kids have. He played a nerd in Detroit Rock City, which is, like, one of my favorite movies. I know. We talked about that when he was in Crimson Clown. I can't believe that Crimson Clown was the first thing he acted in, because, like, honestly, he's a pretty good actor. I mean... Not bad. He's great at being a shithead. Exactly, right? Like, everybody that saw him in Crimson Clown, they hate him. And that says a lot about your acting chops. Yeah. He's like Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Right, yeah. Or Geoffrey. He's the... He's the Goffrey of our generation. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, we have the Swamp Hermit, played by Don Franks. Oh, rest in peace, Don Franks. I I just know you're dead. And he is. Uh, Unfortunately, he passed away in 2016. Yeah, rest in peace. But he left behind a resume of 190 film credits, Cortland. Holy fuck. Okay. Going all the way back to 1954, Burns Chuckwagon from the Stampede Corral. He had work up until, like, the year he died. Yeah, dude be working. Well, let me know some of his highlights, Brandon. Okay, well, he played Mr. Anybody in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Cortland. Wow, okay. Never seen Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Really? Ever? Mm, Not really. I remember when I was a kid... I would see, like, the Mr. Rogers train and then the puppets, and I was like, what is this? And then I turned it off. Okay. Well, it is a weird show. He was also a voice in 65 episodes of Inspector Gadget as various characters. Wow, okay. Like the Quizmaster. Oh, of course. Classic. Crazy guy. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) He had a lot of voice acting credits, and we don't... We don't hear him talk in this episode, I don't think, so I can't say if he had a good voice. Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Never heard of that. that He was Sabretooth in X-Men the Animated Series. Brandon, I'm going to need you to just click on Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future and just look at the cover of it. (laughs) What year is this? Okay, I found it. 87. Yeah. It's loading very slowly. Oh, wow. Isn't that fucking sweet? That looks sick as hell. Alright, that's everybody. We can get back to this episode. Hold on, hold on. There was the Police Academy, the animated series. I could have lived without that knowledge. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your personal swamp deer. Thank you so much for listening in this week, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to it all. We appreciate you spending some time with us. You can become a patron and support the show for as little as $1 a month over at patreon.com slash private island. We've got hours of content available now with plenty of bonus content to keep you busy. Book readings, movie and video game reviews, bloopers, and so much more. Check it out and become a patron today. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Tristan, Venice Witch, and Sarah, the Silver Goth, Stephen, Shane, Preston, Matt, Kristen, Gerilyn, Evelyn, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days, Faith, Sarah, and Angela, the Platinum Bostics, Bryce, Kathy, Farron, and Brian, and the Diamond Zebo, Michael. Thank you for your support, everyone. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. We have plenty of content we've made on Instagram at Private Island Presents and on Twitter at PRVT Island. Check us out, give us a follow, and enjoy our work. We've got gifts for just about every episode we cover. We've got watch parties on Wednesdays, memes on Fridays, and much more in between. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. We always love hearing from you, so email us at privateislandpresents at gmail.com or message us on Instagram or Twitter. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme, Dating Start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. This week, I'd like to play the promo for What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie? Have you ever had a roommate tell you that you're not allowed to pick the movie tonight because you always pick those weird indie cult slasher trash fests? Same Same here. here. Have you ever felt like you had to tell your roommate that their taste in horror movies is terrible? Same Same here. At What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast, we recognize that the horror genre has a little bit of something for everybody, but everybody's not going to like every horror offering. That's why we like to talk about our least favorite aspects and most debatable opinions of our most favorite scary movies. We fight over our favorites. Check us out at What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again for listening in, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye! Okay, okay, okay. Let's go back to this. Let me get off of this IMDb nonsense. Will tells Beans that he saw his family moving in the other day, and Beans is shocked that there's other kids living around here. Will tells him that people don't usually move into the swamp. They move out of it. Sure. Then he asks about the deer in the pen. Beans tells Will that his parents are scientists, and they're researching how the deer will adapt to the swamp. Yes, we know that already. Yes, you're right. See, this is the problem with this episode. They keep telling us what we already know, and I don't like that. Because they have to fill two episodes. Yeah, it's a problem. But my problem is that that experiment is dumb, and it is a waste of time and money. It is, it is, for sure, but nobody seems to think that... Nobody seems to agree with you, <laughs> They're just like, yeah, fuck up those deer, put them in the fucking swamp, see what happens. It's only like five deer, too. Like, there's not that big of a sample size. No. Like, if they all died, it'd be like, um, okay. I guess deer die when they get to swamps. Will tells him that we don't get much scientists out here. He says it's mostly old-timers out there in the swamp, and that he and Beans are the only kids. Yeah. He reckons Beans must have had a lot of friends back at his old place, and Beans tells him... Yeah, like 20 right on my street. Alright, alright, shut up, Beans. No, you didn't. Yeah, that's one of those things kids do. When Friends? Just like, uh, yeah, I had like 20. Duh. I had like 50 girlfriends. Oh my god. kissed like 100 times. Yeah. Ugh. Shut up, Beans. You know what we didn't talk about is how old we think these characters are, by the way. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure about Beans. Maybe 13? Beans is 13 going on 50. Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> His sister is probably 15, maybe almost 16, because they talk about her driving, so that one was pretty easy. Yeah. As, as for Will, I don't know, maybe 14? Yeah, I think he's a little bit older than Beans. Okay. But not much. Alright, I just had to clear the air on that one. He asks Will if he wants to play catch, and Will says that he doesn't really play baseball, but maybe they can shoot some targets that he has out back. Yeah. But- But Beans tells Will that his family doesn't really believe in guns. So I think we got two big things in this kind of quick conversation. I'm I'm probably overthinking things. I will I'll be honest, but I think that him his family not having guns will come back up, as well as the fact that there's no other kids around. Yeah, because all the kids were killed. Yes, they were all like I don't know 
devoured by a hermit or whatever? Something like that. They hear a strange animal noise from the woods out back, and Will asks, You been in yet? Beans tells him that he has, and Will adds, Did you get lost? People say the swamp gets inside your head. You get confused. Sometimes people go in and are never heard from again. Will asks him, You know why your parents got that house so cheap? And uh, Beans yeah. responds, Yeah, because it's a piece of garbage. Right, because it's Which, shit. Yeah, that's the best thing he said this episode. That was, I loved it. Will tells him, no, it's because the old lady who lived there went into the swamp and never came out. Which doesn't explain. That's alarming. (laughs) It doesn't explain anything, though. No. Like, real estate doesn't operate on whether or not old ladies go into swamps. Yeah, well, I'm sure that if she died in the house, it would have... uh... You know, change the price a bit, but also you you got they got the house because it's it's garbage. That house should be demolished. Mm-hmm. There's it's a health hazard to be inside of that house. I have to wonder how long it had been between the old lady going in the woods and now. Right. It's probably been like, well, no one wanted to live in that house after the old lady walked into the woods, and now it's fifty years later, and this house is dog shit. Well, the house is probably dog shit anyway, but. I mean, it's a swamp house. Will wants to go in the swamp. Beans is like, I don't know. But Will tells him, it's no big deal. I know my way around. Beans gives into the peer pressure and they go inside. Sure. We cut to inside the swamp and Beans is saying, it's incredible. Dinosaurs used to live in places like this. Shut up. What? (laughs) What are they talking about? Will tells Beans that... Dinosaurs still do. Alligators. That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Read a book, Will. I, I don't. These kids. Like, I think it's kind of cool that we're in the swamp with them, you know. That's kind of something that, you know, we would do probably is go fucking adventure off in the swamp and probably die. But we didn't, so that's why we have a podcast. What was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Swamps? <laughs> Alright, whatever. The scenery is really cool in these scenes, I will say. I liked it a lot. Yes, this is, a, this is a good setting for a horror story. Mm-hmm. Beans asks why it's called Fever Swamp, and Will tells him it's because the people around here believe you get a fever from coming in the swamp. Pretty cool, okay. And it gets inside your head and starts boiling your brain, makes you do crazy things, even makes you run into the swamp. Beans hears it. Will saying these things and is like, eh, maybe we shouldn't be in here. Hmm. You don't Just want your then, brains boiled. <laughs> there's a loud animal noise, which sounds like an eagle or something. Yeah. And Will says, oh no, we gotta get out of here. Run! Oh, God. Um, I think one of the noises before when uh, Beans was in the, the swamp by himself, I think it was a bobcat, maybe? Really? What does a bobcat sound like? <laughs> Perfect. The boys both run, and something gives chase. It turns out to be that old swamp man, Cortland. So is he bad then? <laughs> Good one. They hide what? behind a tree. <laughs> Do you know? Will says, you... <laughs> Will sa- no, we okay. don't know and okay. we'll never know. <laughs> All right. Will says he thought the old man only came out at night. Then the two boys start following him. Why would he think it only comes out at night? We've only seen him in the day. We can't do this, Brandon. This is going to be another hairiest adventure thing. We got to just keep going. Beans tells Will that he saw that guy yesterday. Will says, that's bad. People say he's the reason people keep disappearing. So Will says that this guy's the reason people disappear. But earlier he said it's because the swamp makes you go crazy and you like practically kill yourself. Yeah, you get lost in the swamp and you're, you know, swamp chow or whatever. So what is it? Is everything killing people? Maybe. Okay, here's my theory. I think that Will is the one that kills people, and he's just blaming it on everything else. That would actually be a good twist. That's which what I know it isn't going to be, because Arl oh. Stein only does stupid twists. Uh, okay, fine, Brandon. I think they're all aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's gonna be, damn it. Ugh. Will says that the man has been roaming the swamp for 50 or 60 years. Beans responds, Come on, he can't be that old. That's impossible. 
Well, that's not. No. It's not even a little bit. What? <laughs> no. They should have went with a little bit higher number than 50 to 60. Yeah. Like 150 or 60. Exactly, yeah. Will tells him that it's a full moon tonight and that they'll hear his howl at night because nothing else makes a sound like that. Beans asks, like what? Like a werewolf. Will tells him. Yeah. Interestingly enough, we don't get any werewolf in this episode. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. No, no werewolf in the werewolf of Fever Swamp. Not part one. I'm kind of. I'd be surprised if we get a werewolf in part two. If I'm be honest with you, <laughs> we'll probably get like three or four fake outs first. So we yeah. already get a lot in this episode, but it's not going to be enough. Do you think a werewolf has a different howl than a wolf? Maybe. I mean, werewolves are going to be like part ha- part human, part wolf. So, so. Is it like part wolf howl and part just a human like? I hate. I hope so. I hope that is what it is. Okay. Well, we probably won't find out later that night. Beans looks outside and sees the full moon. There's a howling in the distance, which just sounds like a normal wolf to me. But what do I know? Yeah, you don't live in a swamp. <laughs> he checks the locks on his door and goes back to the table as the family sits down for dinner. We can just honestly skip this whole scene because it just recaps everything that Will has said to Beans. Alright, so I'll just read my notes straight. Yeah, like... Beans asks if he's gotten any mail from any of his 20 totally real friends. (laughs) Mom says mail doesn't come until Wednesday. Emily complains that Dad won't let her drive the car into town, saying that she'll never meet anyone her own age otherwise. Dad says, come on, it's not like we're on the moon... Which made me think, like, oh, that's going to be the plot twist, R.L. No! (laughs) They are going to be aliens. (laughs) Fuck. It's not like we're on the moon. We're on Mars! (laughs) (laughs) That is, like, so plausible, it's crazy. Ugh. Mom asks about the neighbor boy, Will. Beans tells the family that Will told him about the swamp, and that it boils your brains and makes you go crazy. (laughs) And Mom says that that story's nonsense, of course. But he tells the family that the old lady that lived there before disappeared, and that Will says it was werewolves. Emily scoffs, saying, That's just great. Werewolves. Beans goes to blame it all on the Swamp Man, but Dad has heard enough. He tells Beans that there's no such thing as werewolves, and there's no such fever as the one Will told him about. I mean, and... there is, though. <laughs> That's what fevers do. <laughs> but, but, yeah. It's no such thing as fevers. Nobody's brains is going to get boiled. <laughs> he also says that the Swamp Man is a sweetie who has never oh hurt God. anybody. <laughs> How would he know? That's what I thought. <laughs> like, he asks a few people around town, like, hey, is that guy crazy? And hey, that like, Swamp nah. Man, he lives, like, I don't know, 20 yards from us. Is he dangerous? <laughs> Bean says... Or no one has lived to tell about it. A more likely yeah, answer, yes. Yeah, the whole family's just kind of like silent at that. Then we cut to the haunted mask, Cortland. Oh, I forgot. Yes, how fucking sweet was that? Yes, we see the haunted mask like the book art version. Yeah. The cover of the book, it's on the deck of a skateboard in Beans's room. He's tossing and turning in bed as a hard wind blows through his open window. Which I thought was weird that he'd have his window open after he was, like, checking all the locks on the doors. Can you imagine the amount of mosquitoes, though? In a swamp, surely there's none. Uh, I wouldn't go outside, uh, is what I'm saying. I hate mosquitoes. Beans wakes up from a nightmare, sweating. He says, oh no, and runs to the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. He grabs a thermometer to check his temperature, and he is very relieved to see that he is not running... A fever. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I like that part. We see another shot of the full moon with howling in the background. And then Beans checks outside from a balcony. He sees some rustling in the woods and runs downstairs to make sure all the doors and windows are locked. Mm-hmm. But one of the doors is open. Suspicious, yes. He slowly walks towards it with the camera incredibly close to his sweaty face. As he reaches the door, something jumps through it with a growl. It's some kind of canine, and it's barking in his face, and they kind of wrestle back and forth a little bit, but 
Like, it's not trying to bite him or anything. They're just, just wrestling. Yeah, it's just a loving dog is all. <laughs> he screams that it's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Mom comes down and very easily pulls him away from the animal. So funny, Which yeah. we then cut to, and it's just a dog sitting there with its tongue out, looking as sweet as can be. Yeah, it's like a German Shepherd, I think. Yeah, it's just a good boy. Emily comes down as well and says, that was going to kill you. I mean, let's be real here, though. Dogs do kill people. No, dogs never kill people, and that old swamp man is <laughs> just a saint. Uh-huh, okay, yeah. Dad walks in from outside all suspiciously and asks, what's up? Emily says Beans was being licked to death. Wow, what a way to go. Dad says something spooked the deer, so he went to go check on them, and he left the door open. What an asshole. Mosquitoes, people. Come on. The silent killer, Dad. Mom says, well, I think we found the culprit. Dad pets the dog, saying, he's huge. I just gotta say, Rand, this episode does not fucking end. Oh my god, (laughs) still have like 20 minutes left, I swear. Yeah, they're so much longer. Ugh. Mom wonders who the dog belongs to. Bean says that the dog has no collar and no tags, so he's like, Find us keepers, yep. That's how it works. Dad starts to say, I don't know, before Beans lays it on, saying, Life in the country is not complete without a dog. Dad says, okay, look, I'll check in town, and if no one claims him, we can talk about it. But he has to sleep outside. Yeah, I kind of like the way Beans is like, I want this fucking dog, you know? like it's the only thing he wants. Yeah, he's not asking for much. I mean, shame on the parents for putting him in this horrible situation, so... The least they can do is let them have a free dog. That's the thing, Cortland, is that they moved these kids into this shithole house. And it's like, he tries to watch TV and they're like, Bean, stop it. He like, the daughter wants to drive into town and they're like, Emily, stop it. And then he's like, can I just please have this free dog? And they're like, Bean, stop it again. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the parents are the enemy in the end. But My parents... Moved me to Louisiana. Yeah, I remember that. When I was younger. And we were all very against the move. But you know what? They bought us an Xbox 360 to make us all be cool with it. That was dope. And after that, it was like, hey, we moved into this place we don't want to be, but we got Xbox. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And then I got an Xbox 360 and we played. It was sweet. (sighs) These parents don't do anything. They didn't even get their kids an Xbox 360, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they didn't get them an Xbox 360. They didn't get them a giant, massive laptop. Uh-uh. No Nintendo 64s. They didn't even get them a Sega Saturn, okay? <laughs> like, that's the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Emily interjects here, asking if anybody cares what she thinks. And the everybody says, nope. <laughs> barks at her, and Beans laughs, saying, see, someone cares. The next day, Beans is playing soccer with the dog. They're palling around, having a grand old time. Yeah, he loves this dog. Already. Mom, who's setting up a telescope, warns Beans not to get too attached because he might have a home. Mm, I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah, but also, shut up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Emily comes out of the house wearing a dope blossom hat. (gasps) The hat! I forgot about the hat. Oh, yeah, that hat's amazing. That came on screen and I was like, honey, look at that hat. (laughs) And she looked at it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That hat. Oh my gosh. So Emily. Emily asks about the telescope. Mom says there's going to be a full moon tonight. Even though there's been a full moon like every scene. Yeah. And also we already knew there was going to be a full moon because somebody said it. I think it was Will. Mm -hmm. And also it's going to be a lunar eclipse. Okay. That part's pretty sweet. Tell me more, Mom. Yeah. Lunar eclipses are dope. Emily snarkily says, Ooh, can I still get tickets? To what? The lunar eclipse? Yeah. That's not how it works. It's sarcasm, Cortland. Jeez. Well, it's shitty sarcasm, okay? Mom sighs and says, Someday, something is going to impress you kids. I just hope I'm around to see it. But Beans is too busy spinning around looking up at the sky, freaking the fuck out about this full moon. In the foggy swamp later, Will asks if Beans heard the howling last night. Beans says, yeah, 
It was the dog. And Will asks him, is that what you think? Mm, yes, he just told you. <laughs> Beans notices some shit on the trees and asks Will what it is. Oh, right. Will tells him, it's wolf's bane. It's meant to keep away werewolves. But then he adds, educated people know that it doesn't work. Why did he say that? So, yeah, there's like a little sprig of like lavender or purplish flowers or something like that um, tied to the tree. Mm-hmm. Beans agrees with this saying, yeah, educated people use silver bullets. But werewolf expert Will tells Beans, shows what you know, you idiot. Werefolk made up that silver bullet shit so poor people couldn't afford to hunt them. Beans says, werefolk? And Will tells him, I guess you'd call it werepersons. Like, f- shut up. What is going on? What What is <laughs> happening right now? What is this? It's like, no, I wouldn't call them anything because that's stupid. They're not real. Doesn't matter. <laughs> What's going they on? They continue walking until Will says, maybe they should go back because he doesn't know that part of the swamp. Okay. But Bean suddenly falls down a large hill. He just it, he just falls straight it's down. there. Out of yeah. nowhere. <sighs> this is the action of the episode, so get ready, folks. <laughs> it's the only action. He's saved from falling into the bog at the bottom only by grabbing a tiny little root sticking out from the ground. Will runs down and says, Whoa, the bog is meant to be the heart of the swamp. A couple of years ago, a kid fell in. Sucked him down like quicksand. Yes, quicksand is, by the way, the scariest thing uh, in 1996. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be everywhere. I feel like everybody did, though. I, like, saw quicksand one time. What? And, and you survived? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that scary. Well, was it recently, or... No, I, was, I was, like nine see i just assumed quicksand was like a plague like it just happens and then like you accidentally step in it and guess what you're dead yeah it's more like it's sand that's just like kind of sinky okay very disappointing beans has managed to make his way to solid ground now and says i wonder how deep it is will tells him let's find out he lays on his stomach and sticks an arm into the bog i would never do that beans asks what it feels like and will responds like Green slimy mashed potatoes. So like mashed potatoes? Yeah, I guess. Alright. It feels green. He says that that shit is gross and tries to pull his arm out, but he can't. He says something's got him. Oh man, maybe it's the kid. Yeah. That's what I thought, and that would be interesting, but I also knew that it wasn't. Well, it is a children's show. Beans comes to his rescue, but Will just pulls up an old, remarkably clean shoe. So, that's Beans' shoe. Like, his, his shoe fell into the bog somehow. Because he literally, Did he, it. He, he takes it and he puts it on his foot. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yeah, it's really weird. So he pulls out that shoe, and he's like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And he calls <laughs> his friend a sucker. The dog starts barking now, and the two boys run to see what it is. With no evidence at all, Will says, Someone is watching us. He takes some of that wolf's bane off the trees and hands it to Beans, who says to him, I thought you said this stuff didn't work. Yeah, what the hell? Technically, he didn't say it didn't work. He just said educated people said it doesn't work. So he was just, like, Hmm. burning himself, being like, I'm dumb. Well, this is dumb, but uh, I thought it was kind of funny that he did. I don't know. Will replies, do you believe everything you hear? Eat shit, Will. God, now you have a big fucking punchable face. Yeah, it's like when somebody tells you something about something you don't know, Mm -hmm. and they're speaking from a position of authority, like, you believe them? Yeah. And then, like, to be, like, telling somebody something and then being like, don't believe everything you hear, even though you heard it from that person. That makes no sense. So the two boys start running. Back at the house, Emily is listening to some great generic rock music on her Walkman, and she notices an animal on the ground, saying, Aw, cute, a bunny. When she gets closer, though, she screams. Oh, no. Why? Inside the house, Mom and Dad are doing vague science things, and Mom comforts Emily for having found the rabbit dead. Mom asks her, Well, honey, didn't you realize something was wrong when it didn't run away? I loved that. Like, hey, idiot. (laughs) Yeah. And Emily, who Cortland, like, I have to remind you, she's like 15 or 16 years old. Yeah. 
This is like a discussion you have with a five-year-old. But she's like, I thought it liked me. Oh my god, I love that whole interaction. It's my favorite part of the episode. Oh, poor Emily. Yeah, it was so funny. She's so naive. (laughs) (laughs) Beans comes in to see what's up, and Emily says it's all that dog's fault. Beans defends the dog, of course, but Mom and Dad say, Look here, Beans. On an examination table, Dad is looking at the rabbit's corpse. Right, in his expert opinion... A casual autopsy. What? The rabbit was mauled by some kind of animal. Cortland, why? Why do this? No idea. The only thing I can think is that they're trying to kind of cover up the big twist, which, I mean, spoilers, I'm going to tell you. I think that either one of the family members is the werewolf or uh, Will is the werewolf. Maybe it's beans. Could be beans. You, You wouldn't find a rabbit dead and be like, all right, let's go find out how it died. Even though, like, it was clearly attacked by an animal. Because, you know what? Animals do that. It's not a mystery. It's the circle of life. And it moves us all. Beans just can't believe that a dog would attack a rabbit. Just can't believe it. That's like as crazy as a man being 60 years old. Dad says that the bite marks are canine, but Beans isn't buying that. He says it could have been anything. Hmm. No. Not really. They tell Beans that they could get a new dog, but he doesn't want a new dog. (laughs) They don't even have this dog! (laughs) (laughs) This is a temporary dog. Doesn't want a new temporary dog, though. Oh my god. Beans runs away, and Emily says he's completely irrational, and that maybe he does have that swamp fever. In the swamp, Will tells Beans that it's the Swamp Man that's killing all the animals. God, we're back in the swamp again? What is this, the fourth time? Oh my god, they just keep going in the swamp. <laughs> Beans says that they have to find him, or that they'll take the dog away. Will says that they're going to get themselves killed, and Beans tells him that if he's so scared, he can go home. Will agrees to help, but says he's going to head out before the moon rises. They get to the Swamp Man's shack and sneak around. Will starts panicking, saying, One bite. One bite is all it takes. And then you're a werewolf, just like him. Okay. Beans looks through a window, and Will asks, You see anything werewolf? Which is a weird question. What? What? (laughs) You see anything werewolf? It's all coming up werewolves. (laughs) Beans tells him that it's too dark to see anything. Then, that old swamp man jump scares the boys. who both run the hell away. The man chases them, growling. Suddenly, Beans gets scooped up in a net trap. (laughs) He screams for Will to come help him, but Will's like, nah, I'm good. Oh, I love that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The swamp man approaches and gives a little smile, and then that's the end of the episode. No resolution. Not even really a... A cliffhanger. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't Take care him. either. Take Beans away. Become, have Beans become a werewolf. Make this episode interesting. Please. Take Beans. Take the dog. Take Will. Yeah. Keep Emily's hat safe. Oh, damn. That's the that only hermit. thing I care about. Yeah, that hermit would look really good in that Emily's hat, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, he probably would. I don't. I think anyone would look better in that hat. It's yeah. a really good hat. It's probably the star of the episode. I know we said it was the deer, which we didn't really talk about. It's actually that hat. And the skateboard. Could you imagine that deer in that hat? (gasps) So cute. Oh, my gosh. That would be... The deer would probably try to eat the hat, though. Aw. That would be so cute. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. We're done with the shit episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, that's the end of part one. Of the Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Thank God. I, even when we were doing this episode, it felt like an eternity. I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> this episode went on and on and on. And then I was like, oh, fuck, we haven't even gotten to the dog part. Oh, man, the rabbit's not dead yet. Like, oh, what a fucking long episode. Yeah, I thought this would be the shortest episode we ever recorded. Like, we'd be done recording at, like, 38 minutes, and then you'd edit it down into 28 minutes. But... No, I it's mean, been like an hour and a half. There's some good stuff I'm going to cut out of here. Not going to lie, you guys. <laughs> well, there's like half an hour of laughing. 
Yeah, yeah, that part. Oh man, let's not get into it, Brandon. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the end of this. We can. Ju- we're almost uh, done. Okay, I can see okay. the light. <clears throat> Cortland. Yeah. Is there any kind of moral that they're setting up here? Uh, if there's like a homeless person that lives near you, they are definitely a sweetie. Yeah, always. Um, moving is hard on everyone, but especially kids. So that's very wholesome. Yes, fucking make it easier. I think that the real moral comes from life experiences. If you're gonna move your family away. Buy them an Xbox 360. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the solution. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, there's no real moral. Nah, there's not really much that goes on in this episode. It's it's really, honestly, quite no. boring. Maybe it'll set something up for next episode, but I doubt it. Cortland, what do you really think is going to happen? You think it's going to be Will or one of the family? I think so. I think it would make most sense for it to be Will, because the way that he talks about the Hermit, he's like, oh, he's killing things, and it makes him live longer somehow. Uh, but there was, like, a moment where the Hermit had, like, a, a skin over his back or something, and um, I think that he's going to be, like, a, a werewolf hunter, and Will is going to be the werewolf, because he just kind of appeared out of nowhere, and he's like, yeah, there's no other kids. Don't shoot me with a silver bullet, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what I think. I think it's going to be Will. All right. Well... Maybe you're right. And maybe you're way off and they're on Mars. I, I just hope that this episode, the, the the second part of this episode, is nowhere near as boring as the first. I don't think it's going to be as boring. Oh, better not be. Things have to happen now, but it might still be pretty boring. That's it for this week. Next week, we come back for part two and the end of season one of Goosebumps, oh, yeah. Cortland. That's true. I gotta start getting questions from people. Oh boy. Yeah, we're almost there. So, I've been up all night. I'm going to bed. Alrighty. Sweet. I will talk to you next week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, because it's a piece of garbage.